Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. I couldn't think of anything smart to say because Cameron Grimes paid me off. My name is Jay, as always, joined by Troy. How are you, mate? Yeah, man, I'm good. Bank holiday weekend, a few days off now. Put my feet a up bit and of a chill. wave as well. Was, mate. Caught a bit of sun. Went out for a run. tropical today. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, um, before we get into it, where can people find us on social media, Troy? Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. We've also got a Discord server where we chat not just about wrestling but about games and stuff as well. But if you want to get involved in the the chat about the uh, the weekly shows, whether it's WWE, AEW, or any other promotion across the world, come uh, to our Discord server at Untitled Rest Pod. Awesome. Yeah, you can also join our as you said our weekly games. Um, you might also get to see Aaron Rage quit <laughs> if you time it right and have Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, speaking of Rage quit, more on that later. Um, let's get right into it. Like, it's an excellent episode of NXT. Yeah, um, man. I forgot it was bad. a go-home show. I forgot I know, that Stan I, and Delivers I, next week, and I was like, this is a I loaded felt show. Like they, well, Stan and Delivers next week, I felt they fucking over-delivered this week. Jesus, yeah, man. Where, <laughs> this was an excellent show. Like, yeah, man. All I was thinking was, that's how you do a go-home show. Um, yeah, the, only, yeah. the only other one I could com- like compare as being like really good recently was uh, the Dynamite they did before Revolution a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago, where, yeah, yeah. again, full throttle. I was like... Smashed it out of the park. We know you're excited for the pay-per-view. This is why you need to be more excited. <laughs> like, fuck me. <laughs> um, and I am very, very excited for Stand Deliver, especially with what happened on this show. Um, yep. It starts off as well, like, again, full throttle, and we got Roderick Strong versus Cameron Grimes. Gosh. So uh, Cameron Grimes comes out and says he doesn't want to leave money on the table, and he has a T-shirt that says Grimes the system, <laughs> um, and then he plays music, which is just his music with Grimes the system before it. Uh, <laughs> Roderick Strong attacks him, and they, uh, they end up brawling out, like, they end up getting to the floor, brawling outside. Roddy gets distracted by two guys in, like, undisputed era shirts. And like it kind of, it's like kind of getting in his head, similar, mm. similar sort of thing um, to Johnny Gargano when DIY yes. broke up. Yeah. And when every DIY it was DIY symbol, it was just like, oh shit. Even though Champa wasn't there, he was like, oh, it's yeah, you. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I quite like that a lot. Um, strong, strong manages to regain control with a really nice, um, like modified backbreaker and a superplex. Mm. Um, Grimes hits that mental looking Spanish fly. He does. He looks like, like he landed. landed. Top of his head. Yeah, I thought that. I was like, is it shoulder, like his head, or his himself. neck? Like, yeah, not the ref actually checked on him straight after as well. He was like, mm-hmm. you okay? Um, yeah. Well, obviously, it seems to be the case. Um, as Roderick uh, goes for the uh, angle slam, he, like, Grimes pulls. It looked like it was brass knuckles. Yeah, well, I thought it, it was. Out, it was actually an undisputed era uh, armband that he dropped on Roderick as, as he took the angle slam. Roddy sort of lifted him up, clubbed him on the top of the head. And then as he yeah. did, he sort of let go of it because I was like, how's the ref not seeing him clobber him in the head with that? But because I didn't yeah. realise what it was at the time, it was only when it yeah. had dropped on the I, floor. Because I thought as well, like when when he landed and then he, he, he looked like he hit him with it. Mm. And then Roddy was just sat there. I was like, hang on. He's just fucking brass looking. What's <laughs> what, going on? What, why is he not selling this? <laughs> and then when, when you, it, it was even better when it was revealed it was an undisputed era mm. man. And uh, Rod- yeah. Roderick's just like sat there looking at it, shocked, like just like conflicted, again distracted. Uh, and then he turns around into a cave in and Cameron Grimes wins. Um, really good opening match. Yeah, really good. They Lots of storytelling. Chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And they like to chop the shit out of each other, which I always enjoy seeing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very, very, very good match. Um, Planning the seeds for something quite intriguing with, with Roderick Strong as well, I think. Also, given gonna, what happens later in the night. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. Roderick Strong's gonna show up in there. Uh, Cole versus O'Reilly dressed as Ghostface. Dressed as Ghostface. 
yeah, just because <laughs> that seems like the seems like the uh, logical thing to do. Um, after this, we get a really cool uh, training vignette for carrying Cross. He's like, it shows him like a bit more like, if again, it feels very like real. Mm. Not to say that wrestling not like doesn't ever is meant for real, yeah. but he's like doing like a lot of MMA training. He's talking about his background in like amateur wrestling and judo, mm. other mixed martial arts. Um, and it's again, he's like he's you see him just doing like an actual training camp, which I love when with NXT when they do this and they do the actual training camps for like title matches because yeah, it does, it does give a bit like a, a little bit of a lick of authenticity to it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like similar to like when you see like UFC vid, like training vid videos and boxing mm-hmm. training videos and like training camps and them getting ready for a big fight. It feels yeah. like a prize fight. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, this was very cool. Like, it, it made Cross feel a bit more grounded as well, which I think, because mm. I like the spooky bollocks. But sometimes it's, some, it's a bit much. Well, not a bit much, but... Well, I, I think sometimes it's a bit more sinister when he comes across as, like, a real person. Yeah. Just but he still feels like a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit a bit more in line with what he did with him in Impact, which is, was I thought was brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little less... Uh, Little less um, Lucha Underground, where he's, he was literally called the White Rabbit, and he was like a cult leader. <laughs> nice. <laughs> More on Lucha Underground another time. Um, that's another podcast for another day. Um, yeah, boy. <laughs> we then get a really, really good um, video package of Volta talking about Champa's uh, oh, NXT run. Oh, this is awesome. Meh. Talks about uh, Champa's NXT title reign and how Champa was like ruthless and he was vindictive and he'd do whatever it would, whatever it took to win the NXT title and like hold on to it. Mm. And he says, now you, you're a bit more distracted by other things. And obviously alludes to Champa being a family man now. And yeah. Yeah. He's a bit more focused on like protecting his neck. So he doesn't have to like spend the rest of the days in a wheelchair and all that. Is that that. why he's growing his hair? Because he's a family man. No, to protect his neck. It's a bit of extra coverage. (laughs) A bit of, (laughs) bit of bounce when he hits the bounce. Um, I don't know. I reckon, Based on what he says later in the night, I reckon he's coming like full shaved head again. Out, it? Yeah, and definitely. he's going to have like that uh, that black face paint he had when he was uh, in war games with like the stripes across his face, like the war paint. Yes, that um, was sick. Probably come out with the mask as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, he says Champ is no longer focused on like being a wrestler. Mm. What are you going to say? Man? I didn't re- when you were saying about his mask. I was watching some clips the other day. I didn't realize that he wore that mask when he was in Impact as well. Firstly, yeah. I didn't realise he was in Impact. And secondly, I didn't realise that he had the same mask there as well. He was in Impact while he was under contract at WWE, fun fact. Really? Yeah, it was during the Cruiserweight Classic he showed up in Impact. Oh, wow. So he hadn't he hadn't signed like a full-term deal. He'd signed like he'd signed like just to work the Cruiserweight Classic. So he was still allowed to do other stuff. But... Oh, okay. And then I think him and Gargano had weird contract that Samoa Joe got before they went, yeah, let's just make him full-time where he was allowed to work like the Indies for a bit. That's unheard of now. Yeah. Wouldn't allow any of that. <laughs> we're starting to do that kind of thing. Um, mm. And then Vince just went, no, no, we just want Absolutely them. not. <laughs> <laughs> we want them, we want to change everything about them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited for this. I think this is probably the match... I don't want to say the match I'm most excited for. I will. It's the match I'm most excited for. Because because there's, <laughs> there's a couple that really come close to it, but I think it's the match that I think will probably steal the weekend. Yeah. Despite it, the outcome being obvious, because Champa's not winning that belt, is he? Not when he's got yeah, to face Vol- Rampage Brown. Volta's, Volta's holding that belt for Rampage Brown the next day, mate. <laughs> Camp is just there to soften him up for a rampage. <laughs> rampage going, Doctor Bomb, one, two, three, it's over. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I say that as if like this this takeover feels like an old takeover, and that's not oh, like yeah. a slight at recent takeovers. It's like when the takeover shows felt absolutely from top to bottom. This feels stacked. epic. Like every single throughout. match on this takeover card feels must see for me. Yeah, yeah. And it's been a long time since there's been a takeover where it's like, I need to see every match on that yeah, card. Yeah. Um, there's no filler on this. No yeah, filler. But again, that's, that's not, that's not a slight against NXT. I think that's just no. more, more to do with the fact that they've had 
because they've been doing more takeovers recently. They've actually mm-hmm. had more, like less time to build them properly. Whereas, even though they did the takeover a couple of, it's like six weeks ago, wasn't it? A little over a month ago, yeah, about six weeks. Like the actual build for some of these matches have have been like sort of bubbling in the background, like Cross and Balor and um, Escobar and Devlin. They've been mm-hmm. bubbling in the background, so now it's like, oh shit, this is yeah. going to be fucking huge. Um, speaking of Escobar, we get him issuing an open challenge and says he's the best cruiserweight in the history of NXT. Uh, Tyler Breeze answers that challenge. Hello, Tyler Breeze. He basically basically says, like, I, I don't need to be un, like overlooked. I'm one of the kind of like standard bearers of NXT from like yeah, the man. original days. Um, and they go on to have another really good match. Yeah, man. Um, Escobar really early on goes for the Phantom Driver and Breeze just like fights out of it. Uh, hits a series of drop kicks on, excuse me, Santos. Um, throws him out the ring and then uh, wraps Santos's knee um, around. Oh, sorry, rolls out the ring, wraps Santos's knee around the ring post. And then takes out Legado del Fantasma. Santa- Santos goes for a dive, and Breeze manages to drop kick him like mid air as he's like yeah, mid dive. That's cool. Which yeah, looked awesome. Um, Santos manages to get a bit, gain, regain a bit of control. Works over Breeze's back with like a modified surfboard, um, mm. and then as he, again as Escobar's going for something nasty, Breeze reverses it into a Hurricane Rana and goes back to work on the knee. Um, applies a sharpshooter to Escobar, which he eventually um, fights out of, and then fights out of the um, Unprettier as well, hitting the Phantom Driver to win. Um, that against... Phantom, it felt like it came out of nowhere, that finish. Yeah. Like, he does really that really over... good, doesn't he? Yeah, it was awesome. He's, he's, it, like, it, I know he does uh, He does like that weird shoulder breaker as his finisher as well every now and again, doesn't he? Oh, they call yeah. it Legado, don't they? Legado, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think the Phantom Driver is... Phantom Driver is a much better yeah. finisher, yeah. Because he for such for such a like complex move to do, he does it so quickly. It's that, fluid. Like oh shit, Gosh, um, done out. <laughs> yeah, after the match, um, Legado del Fantasma tried to attack Breeze. Uh, MSK make the save, and then top lads, friends of the podcast, the grizzled young veterans, come on screen and say, "Turn the crappy music off <laughs> <laughs> when MSK are coming out." Um, <laughs> And they say, uh, Legado are more bothered about Santos. MSK are more bothered about wearing bright colours and loud music. Whereas Grizzled Young Veterans are soon to be recognised <laughs> as the next tag team champions in about seven days, is it now? Yeah. There, yeah. Seven days. Can't wait. Very excited. I'm well uh, excited for that match. I am, because yeah, you take MSK and um, Grizzled Young Veterans who we know what they can do together already mm-hmm. and the chemistry they had. And then you had Legado del Fantasma and who were kind of like got they've got similar styles to both. Yeah. And yeah. it's just it's just gonna be fucking awesome. It's gonna yeah, be man. another match I think could probably steal the weekend. Fucking spot fest. It's gonna be well fun. Yeah. Um we then go backstage and the way uh typing up like everything would take over. Um Johnny says he's annoyed that Austin Theory is in the um, the Gauntlet Eliminator Battle Royal, and um, Austin pitches that if he wins, they'll do the finger poke of doom. Johnny, um, <laughs> Johnny makes a nice little uh, s- nice little dig slash homage, a uh, dig dig at Jim Cornette s- s- uh, slash homage to Shawn Michaels, where he says um, he says, "Oh, the finger poke of doom killed the business." But all fool, fools say I do that anyway, so let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Candace and Indy say um, that they're gonna basically show uh, Ember and Shotzi what they're made of and why they should fear, like worry about them. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a vignette, um, the first of many of a dog arrive, little dog arriving at the uh, CWC. Mm. Um, see where that goes, um, and then. We uh, get we get footage of EO in the medical room. Um, Mercedes, not Mercedes. Um, Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Yeah. Too many MMs going around. There. They're all they're all shit stirrers. They're all shit stirrers, except for Mercedes <laughs> Martinez because she, she'd probably batter me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she comes into the uh, medical room and asks EO if she's bitten off more than she could chew, and EO just resp- respond with exactly. Um, we then get um, 
Anderson in the Hartwell versus um, Gigi Dolan and um, formerly Priscilla Kelly and Zyda Ramirez, who I didn't really know much about, couldn't really no, find no, out about, but she looked good. Yeah. Um, so both both of them did actually to be fair. Uh, Dolan uh, Cravats uh, in the early on and like just you like keeps taking her down. Use a lot of technical wrestling, isolating her. Um, Zyda tags in. She she's um, she's like working um, over in India and she hits like a re- India. It's a really nice uh, spine buster. Um, Candice then tags in, kicks Dolan off the apron. It's a wicked step sister on uh, Zyda and. Um, Indy hits that like springboard vault and elbow to win, yeah, which that's a cool better finish. every time she hits yeah, it. Yeah, I really like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, very, very short and sweet match, but it did yeah. what it needs to do. And mm. it made the other... The, if, if this, it felt kind of similar to NXT UK, this NXT. That's what I was going to say. Where the, like, all the matches were given enough time to kind of let everybody shine, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen that much recently on NXT, and it's something I've missed. Um, but I, if I mean if if that means that Shawn Michaels is having a bit more of a hand mm-hmm. on NXT, a bit more hands on with NXT, I'm okay with it. More with that, yeah. Candice says uh, that she deserves to be a champion in NXT, and here and Indy deserve the women's tag team titles uh, and challenge Shotty and Ember on their time at Takeover Stand and Deliver. Shotty and Ember ride out um, in the tank, accept the challenge, and then. <laughs> They, they shoot the missile at Indian and he just no sense. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, I don't know if that was intended or if it's just because it missed and Indy was like, well, I'm not telling that. Um, Fuck that. <laughs> we then see uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai head into the ring. EO gets in Raquel's face and Raquel just like throws her into a flight case. Um, this is a reoccurring theme throughout the evening. <laughs> I you know what? I fucking loved it. I thought yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we got another vignette of the dog arriving in the CWC and uh, running like across. Well, it shows like the, the sort of sign, doesn't it, which says CWC and it's running yeah. across that. Um, and then we get we see Roderick Strong leaving the building and saying he's done. And mm. we're like, well, you've got a match. Um, what are you playing at, Roddy? Now, last time someone had died, it was Austin Theory. came back dressed up as a scream. So, <laughs> just saying, Roderick Strong <laughs> showing, showing up um, at Stand and Deliver in a hockey mask or something and attacking Adam Cole or um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. Probably won't. Probably <laughs> Not won't. in a mask, maybe, but I feel like he's coming back then. He, there's, I, I might, there's some involvement. I wouldn't even be surprised if he got called up, to be honest. I hope he doesn't because oh, no, no. He's, he's someone who's much better suited to NXT. Yeah. And you look at the treatment of guys like Chad Gable, for example, and Roddy's mm-hmm. a similar size and yeah. sim- very similar style, and Vince would just ruin him straight away. Mm-hmm. Like, look at him and go, what's this? Put him um, on 205 Live. <laughs> Roderick t- Strong, t- he's only small. Call him Roderick Small. <laughs> um, Have him chase around our truth. Yeah. Be chasing our truth on a fucking scooter. Um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, then we got uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Zoe Stark. Um, Stark catches Gonzalez early, like off guard early on uh, with like a speed um, and just you doing a lot of like evasive maneuvers and stuff mm. like that to kind of gain the advantage. Um, Gonzalez blocks a monkey flip, which I've never seen like it done like that before. <laughs> no, it's nuts. Where she, she literally just kind of bent her legs so she couldn't be flipped. Mm-hmm. And, like she all. She holds the back of Starks' legs and then just pushes her out and face plants her on the on the mat. <laughs> um, Starks manages to hit a dive onto Raquel, but Raquel catches it. Um, and then Starks manages to shove Raquel into the ring post and then clothesline high over the barricade. I hope there was a crash mat on the other side because that oh, landed geez, that horrible. Door. It was horrible. <laughs> um, and Dakota looked fucking knackered after this as well. <laughs> so I'm like, oh God, please don't tell me she landed on her head. <laughs> Not for Dakota Kai. Um, Stark gets that uh, sliding knee that she's been using as a finisher, uh, gets a two count on Raquel. Um, she manages to fight out of the one-handed powerbomb off the top rope and hits a blockbuster for a two count. That and Raquel she's just like halfway across up. the ring. Yeah. She um, yeah, Raquel just sits up, hits a one-handed powerbomb and gets the win. Um, after the match, Io, Io Shirai runs down and they brawl again. And Raquel just 
launches Eo into the barricade, and Eo <laughs> took a horrible landing again. Uh, yeah. But oh, this was just so like Raquel Gonzalez. Like at this point, it, I don't think she needs to be Eo, but if she doesn't, it might set her back a bit. Mm. At this point, yeah, yeah, because especially because like I, I I didn't mind the fact that like Stark like Stark you like using her speed to get an advantage over Raquel meant that obviously, um, she got like a it, it shown was like a few cracks in the armor of Raquel, mm-hmm. but at yeah. the same time it's like like if you do that too much with her, then she starts feeling a bit more. The illusion starts to go, doesn't it? She starts feeling a little bit more human, whereas mm. up until this point, she's like literally been portrayed Thanos. as a destroyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's gonna just like snap Eo's neck with her hand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I thought this was a very very fun match. Mm. Um, and again, like that the hype I've got for Eo and Raquel at this point oh, was already man. was yeah. already high, and by the end of the show, it was even higher. Yeah. Um, that's headlining. Is it headlining the first night? Night one, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And then they haven't said which is actually closing out the night because he said the co-main events, but I get the impression it's I probably like Cole it's Cole. O'Reilly. Yeah, Cole O'Reilly, because yeah. It should be because it's an unsanctioned match. It's Makes not, sense. It's not, not sanctioned to be on part of the card, so yeah. it, shouldn't, it should be closing the show. Um, so, yeah, then we got the um, the dog running through the performance centre. It says, we are NXT. <laughs> More on that later. Um, and Kashida, uh, he's getting his view backstage, he's confronted by Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne's annoyed that Kashida said he was the best technical wrestler in the world. Oh, but yes, Pete please. I said, so last week on the review, obviously you were in here, so me and Aaron were talking about this, and I said to Aaron, Pete Dunne definitely going to end up fighting Kashida here because yeah. they're doing this. And we were like, we were like, but we were, we were both like kind of adamant that it's not going to be a singles match, surely. They're not going to do a singles match just yet. They're going to just tease us with it. We were wrong. Um, <laughs> how wrong were you? <laughs> how wrong were we? Well, I think everyone was, to be honest. Like yeah. that, didn't, that was really unpredictable, that main event. Mm. Um, we then get um, a prime, the prime target for Cole versus O'Reilly, which, Good oh my grief. God. I, I said to you guys, this is like NXT's version of the My Way, Rock Austin vignette. It's that yeah. good. This is um, outstanding. I'm not going to talk about it that much. I'm just going to say it's on YouTube now. They've put, I think they put an actually put an extended version on YouTube as well. Oh, really? Um, it's a little bit longer. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Definitely worth checking out if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, it's e- even like the camera, like camera work on it. It's shot mm. like it's a, it's shot like it's a film, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it doesn't it's, look like a wrestling vignette. It looks no, like not at all. It, it looks like an actual like documentary or something that you'd mm. see. It's mental. Um, basically, they, just a, a brief gist of it. Um, they talk about like how they've known each other twelve years and the careers are intertwined. Um, and then after that, I just put this is an amazing video package. Just watch it. Yeah, but yeah, if, if there's one thing you watch from NXT this week, if you haven't seen it already. It's this video package because it's outstanding. I, I imagine we're probably going to get it um, prior to the match itself at yeah. TakeOver Stand and oh, Deliver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely outstanding. Um, one of the best video packages I think I've seen WWE put out, in general put out in a long time. Without a doubt. Uh, mm. maybe, maybe up there with the Roman and Jay, Jay so that's probably quite the closest I'd Ooh, say. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was good. That's recently. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, as was a, a lot of the video packages and um, and promos on the show. To be yeah, fair, all of them. It, it was all really compelling. It all moved everything along, mm. and it all did exactly what it needed to, which was build hype for takeover. Like I um, said, so like I kept forgetting that this was the go home show because I was like, oh, yeah. like the standard live is not for like another week or so. And I was like, this feels huge. Like, why are they putting so much? I was like, oh, hang on. It's a go home show. That's why this feels monumental. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, that's, that's the thing like with, with go home shows, obviously you can, you can sometimes with, with like long, not longer builds, but you know, the way WWE builds up nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. they get to a point and you, you get, you get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm really ready for this match to happen mm. now. 
Yeah. And then you see like the pay per views like three weeks away. It's like, yeah. But that's upsetting. As much as we go on about long term <laughs> storylines, like sometimes it's like it's like when WWE try and do that kind of thing nowadays, it, it feels almost as if it's almost as if like they're, they're just kind of trend wars, so you get fed up easy. Whereas yeah, with this, it's had six weeks of build, mm-hmm. and as as I said, a few things were kind of like bubbling under the surface. Yeah, a uh, few things maybe I'd say could. Could wouldn't it wouldn't hurt getting a bit more build, but I'm still excited for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like the tag title match, um, yeah, and e- even to a degree, Colin O'Reilly, because well, it's only been six weeks since the Undisputed Era broke up. Pretty hell, really. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, they've covered the shit on the ground in that time. True, but at the same time, it's like that. There's just a few. Maybe they could have done like a few different things, but then everything they've done, I feel, has been perfect at the mm. same time. Yeah, like. So I would, uh, I've just contradicted myself, but I wouldn't change that. But it, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like they, they've got the build up to this show, like nailed yeah. best, the best build up to a takeover in, well, just a WWE show, I think, in general, in a mm-hmm. fucking long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you look at the other side of it, where it's like WrestleMania in two weeks as well. <laughs> well, no, we even WrestleMania next week. Next week. Um, at time of recording. And, some of the matches have literally had like three weeks of build. If that. And it's just, yeah, it's just shitting in the hand and throwing it at a wall and seeing <laughs> if it fucking stick. Um, Making train noises while they do yeah. it. <laughs> choo choo choos in a cage match. Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of things that they built up incredibly, we then get uh, Tian Sha, the debut of Mei Ying, which I, I was fucking. Excited yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I found out this was happening, I was like, oh my God. Um <laughs> versus Case Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Um so as the match starts, um Mei Ying's like sat in a throne. Um Zaya starts on her own in the ring and the face is double teamer. Um Zaya throws Casey into the barricade and then Casey it's like a twist and lung blower thing. Mm-hmm. Um Caden gets off the apron and gets a Mei Young's uh, Mei Young. Mei Ying's face. <laughs> Different person, Jake. Different, Different person, person, mate. Because <laughs> um, Mei Ying's like stood out of a throne. Mm. So yeah, she gets in she gets in Mei Ying's face and then Mei Ying like grabs her by the throat and like breathes like this like mist into her face. Um and Caden just passes out. <laughs> um and then uh, as like Casey Catanzaro's yelling unbearably and being annoying, <laughs> Zach just like spin kicks her in the face and just that Wait. kick finishes fucking nuts. Like oh, it so looks good. like the sort of thing I'd do in football to try and clear the ball, except she's trying to clear someone's head off their shoulders. Yeah. It's it awesome. Looks, it looks it looks like a skateboarding trick. Like if you, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if you superimpose the skateboard, then it wouldn't look out of place. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um they then sort of like reconvene on top of the ramp while like K- Caden's just like passed out in front of them. Um <laughs> really cool I I dare say because like the whole like breathing the mist in her face thing I'd love it if that was kind of like brainwashing Caden mm. and Caden joins as well that's a good shout um, I like that but yeah we'll, we'll see Um it was very very cool though. yeah Again. always always compelling anything with Tian Sha always very compelling yeah we were talking we were talking about it on the news with me the other day where mm. um, obviously there's a lot of like hype surrounding them backstage with like Triple H and Shawn Michaels in particular yeah, yeah, and you can see with like the production of it and the way everything was portrayed it was like okay this is a huge huge deal they're invested in this and you can like when you can tell that the company are invested in something and they're giving it time and they're really getting something across and they're doing a good job of storytelling like the audience gets it and the audience really buys into it rather than like you say just shit it in a hand throwing it to see what sticks like you can tell when they're taking the time to invest in something and when they want you to really really buy into it and we said right from the off like this is gold like this is going to go somewhere and for weeks and weeks it was always just like what are they going to do next edge of your seat sort of thing and yeah awesome stuff yeah it's as well like you look i I don't want to draw comparisons between the two but it's the only thing that really sticks in my mind you look at like 
because obviously they've slow built it to a degree with like Mei Ying's involvement. Like mm. they had a choking Bower the other week. Yeah. And then um, like bringing him to his knees and then they obviously had the thing with Casey today. Mm. Um, it, it's not it's not like um, with like say The Fiend for example where it got it got to a point where they were like shit how can we drag this out now longer <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and they just had like the same thing happening over and over again mm. it, they've they've done quite a good job of like Keeping going okay fresh. now now's the time we need to pull the trigger on this it's yeah. as if it's as if they've done this thing where they planned ahead <laughs> and they, they bookmarked out various weeks okay yeah. we need to pull the trigger here if the if fans are starting to get a bit more restless towards seeing something we might bring it forward a week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah it's 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 just working isn't it it's brilliant it's awesome everything about it's just excellent and yeah I can't wait to see Zia Lee they uh, entering a takeover with like a mental entrance yeah oh mate especially when fans are back proper like that'd be that'd be awesome that'd be so good yeah um after this, we got uh, Raquel Gonzalez getting interviewed by uh, M- Mackenzie. <laughs> I love the way this was shot. <laughs> so you, she gets asked about EO attacking her, and as like she's like going, "Oh, EO just needs to like, just needs to give up." You just see EO running towards her from the background, <laughs> dives on Raquel's back, and Raquel just throws her through a wall. Um, <laughs> and then like the way they shot that as well. So EO goes through the wall, and then they go around through like a door it's like it's very clearly like a, um a, like a prop a, wall a prop wall like a prop yeah. i'd say even a prop corridor to be honest mm-hmm. like it looked like it was the whole thing looked like it didn't need to be there yeah um because there was fuck all else really there um <laughs> and raquel just like pops her head through the hole and just shouts Stay down, Eo. <laughs> As Eo was just lying there, like ah, what this? <laughs> um, oh, it's so good. I loved everything about this. Like yeah. the whole, the whole thing with Eo, like just being like absolutely defiant to the end, and just like <laughs> going fuck you. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, we then get another another dog vignette. Um, the dog arrives at the woman's feet, and it says, "See you, see you April thirteenth, which is the first Tuesday." NXT mm-hmm. and it's signed Frankie. Now, it, the woman's feet are like it's like a pair of like pink high heels, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, like boots. Um, now I did some digging. Oh, yeah. I, I say I did some digging, I did, didn't do any digging. I thought more than you because my dirty <laughs> mark. Um, so, um, a, a recent signee to WWE appeared on Being the Elite with that same dog, and that was Ty of Valkyrie. Ah, so I'm interested if Frankie's the dog's name or Taya Valkyrie's name. That's a good shout. Not thought or that. both, but that might get confusing with John Morrison, and he seems yeah. like confused half the time anyway. <laughs> um, don't you don't want to give him t- too many things to think don't give about? Him too much to think about. <laughs> just too much. Only only I'm allowed not, one friend by like the same name. <laughs> I'd forgotten about Taya Valkyrie to be fair, and that's <clears> awesome <throat> if it is. I, I'm I'm like fairly sure. Is they mm. they usually like the the takeover um takeover like mania takeover. They usually want to hype like a big sign or yeah. a big debut, I should say, like after mania. Mm. Uh, just people like kind of hooked in because obviously yeah. the takeover around mania and Brooklyn are usually the two big ones. The biggest, where yeah, yeah. Like a lot, a little bit more viewership than normal. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, as well, moving to Tuesday nights. Impact used to be on Tuesday nights. Tire Valkyrie, pretty much like Impact Royalty. Yeah, um, yeah. Having a show up on Tuesday nights. Like, well, we've got this person and this other person and this other person. <laughs> we've got quite a few uh, Impact alumni mm-hmm. um, on on the books in NXT so they could possibly draw. And people who were recently in Impact as well, I, shouldn't, I might add. Yeah. Like Eli breaking air. MSK. <laughs> MSK. The impact, yeah, they were. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's interesting to see. Um, obviously, it feels like they've rebranded their character, which is also very interesting. Mm. But I say that they rebrand the character. If she's doing the character, she was basically doing an impact before, like she left. Then, 
which it seems like she is, where she's just like high maintenance sort of, mm. um, what's the word? like it girl sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that could be pretty cool. Like, like, like the gimmick that Carmella wishes she could do. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I mean, she she's a she's a cracking heel when she wants to be Taya Valkyrie, um, mm. and she she's a very good wrestler as well, which goes without saying. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what they do with this. Um, Absolutely. And how how long she stays in NXT? Because it would like if mm. they start touring again, then you'd assume she's probably going to get called up quite quickly, and then be because like, they like to keep like couples together, don't? Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless your name's Andrade. <laughs> well, that one too, yeah. Or, or I was going to say, uh, Naomi, yeah, you so. And they're on, they're on all the brands. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we shall we shall see what happens there. Um, mm. We then get an awesome, awesome, awesome Champa promo. Oh, um, God damn, this was good. That The hype for some, like, as I say, the hype for, like, some of the matches, like, Got like Champa, Champa and Volta for me was already like a bit of a dream match. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be good. Um, and then he did the two promos this week. I was like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> I'm so ready. And Balor and Cross was a match I wasn't really that invested in. And just by their two bits, I was like, oh, mm. that one fucking fully there. Sign um, me up. Yeah. Uh, so Champa says his wife and daughter gave him that necklace before Volta there. Before they got next surgery, he's like, I mean, you didn't know that, but now <laughs> you do. Um, he's very matter of fact about it. He's like, and he says, you, you excuse me, a change. I have changed uh, because I know what it's like to have to reclimb the mountain after you fell from the mountaintop. Um, and he says to Volta, there's a long fall from the top of the mountain. Can you handle it? Oh, Ooh. just chef's kiss. Great promo. <laughs> yeah. And he, he like, he's, and he's sat in the chair and he obviously like does the thing where he like, stands up and kicks the chair. And he's screaming, like saying, "Do you think? Are you, are you worried that um, do you think that the black art and the psycho killer aren't still about? Because mm. they are. You'll see. It's like, oh, oh my god, oh lord, <laughs> he comes out dragging that fucking crutch. Oh, oh my, yes, to no to no music. <laughs> the fucking oh, yes, I'm so happy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping because I'm not I'm not a huge fan of what they're doing with Champer at the moment. Mm. I, I, and that comes from someone who loves Champa. Like he's one of my favorites. Like I think it might just be because I prefer this 2018 heel character. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting very Clint Eastwood Gran Torino vibes off his current character. Yeah, <laughs> like I am just not, disgruntled old man. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, it's like I know what old, I know what kind of Champa I prefer, and it's not this one. But that's not to say this is bad. Yeah, like I quite like grizzled bastard champer, <laughs> but at the same time, if we could just have the black heart back, that'd be great. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Um, this is my moment of throwing people into the fucking screens. That'd be that'd be <laughs> lovely. Um, hitting people with crutches and murdering old people on Twitter. That'd be great. <laughs> Spoiling uh, the end of Avengers. Oh, <laughs> put, that was amazing. Like the, 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 the end and like the post-credit spoiler on Twitter, like the day yeah. it came out. <laughs> and, he, and him just putting, "I love it when the good guys win." <laughs> what a cunt! Yeah, bring that champer back, please. please. Yes, <laughs> I love that champer. He's great. <laughs> um, so I mean, I, I do. That's not to say I don't like this champer. It's just I prefer the other one however yeah. I do also think Timothy Thatcher's definitely helping Volta win that match <coughs> oh for sure probably by doing some kind of nasty fucking thing to Champa's neck and then Volta <laughs> chopping the back of it like Ilya chopping some of those plates out um, good grief <laughs> uh, we then get a, a Finn Balor playing in vignette and he's talking about stamina and how he's going to outlast um, outlast Cross and he, how he's again he keeps he keeps referring to his emotions a lot and demons. I think the demon's going to show up. Oh, I feel like that's going to happen. But then the the way they're doing this now with the whole, so, as I say, with the realism thing, the aspect grounding with, Finn a bit more, so it seems the training camp. Yeah, I feel like maybe Cross is going to mirror the Finn, and then Finn's going to come back 
as the D, like oh, for the rematch. get his rematch and come back as a demon, maybe. But again, it's it's hard to tell. Mm. Uh, I, I'd like, to, I'd certainly like to see the demon. I feel like it's it's been a long enough time now since we last saw. Oh it. yeah, a couple of years now. Uh, Eighteen months. Yeah. yeah. SummerSlam twenty eighteen. I think. Oh, sorry, twenty nineteen was the last time. Okay. In a throwaway match against Baron Corbin. Christ alive. <laughs> Wow. Prior to that, it was in a throwaway match against Andrade. <laughs> yeah. Dear, um, oh dear. So yeah, we, we could we could do it. We could do it a little demon, please. Um especially seeing as they like kind of treat it as like the last resort. Mm. But then we are option, which is what it should be. Yeah, yeah. Um and I think cross definitely warrants the nuclear option. But yes. Um, <laughs> The new <laughs> option. <laughs> um, after this, we get our main event of the evening, which yeah, is boy. The, the Gauntlet Eliminator. <laughs> Battle Royal. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Swerve enters first. Leon Ruff attacks him. I completely forgot Leon Ruff was in this match. I did as well. I was like, "Wait, what?" I thought <laughs> I thought he was replacing Roddy. I was like, "Okay, that's quite cool." Um, they brawl around ringside and then like. He throws Ruff over, uh, sorry, Ruff throws Swerve over the uh, announce table and he goes for a dive and Swerve just like, oh no, sorry, he throws Swerve into the announce table, he goes for a dive mm. and Swerve like leaps over the announce table and he's like a fucking spider against the, uh, <laughs> against like the fucking barricade between like Wade and Vic. Like, what are you doing, Swerve, you lunatic? Um, so... Yeah, the match starts anyway. Um, as as we get back from the break, all the entrances have happened. Pete Dunne's making his. Uh, Dexter Loomis just stood like just like a statue in the corner as everybody's fighting around them, which is amazing. So every now and um, again, someone will stop and look at him and just be like, "All right, yep, yeah, I'll leave you to it." Yeah, just every, doesn't even every now and again, like uh, Pete Dunne was getting a bit um, a bit <laughs> uncomfortable looking at like looking at him every now and again. He'd be like, yeah. like glance at him and then move back. <laughs> and then LA Knight was like, visit, just like he made his mission to try and make him laugh because the mates. <laughs> so he was just, he was just getting in his face and shouting stuff. <laughs> staring ahead. Um, but that whole match he was doing that. Uh, so we'll quickly go through everything. Um, obviously the rules are the final six are in the gauntlet eliminator and in the order of elimination is when they actually enter the next week so yeah. we'll try and try and get through this as a as streamline these notes because i didn't want to overcomplicate it like uh, the <laughs> rubble um so uh, early on bivens grabs at, at uh, jake atlas's ankle and um swerve manages to eliminate him um and then pretty much immediately after tyler rust is eliminated by swerve mm-hmm. also um bronson reed then knocks a uh, theory austin theory out the ring um <laughs> Austin Theory is like lands on his back with his feet up in the air. He's like, I've got a great idea of how to do this. And he just kicks up and they're like, eliminated. <laughs> um, it's like, what? How? Yeah. Um, we get a little bit of an LA Knight and Cameron Grimes team up through, throughout the match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really cool spot where Swerve goes for that rolling flatliner on Pete Dunn. And Pete Dunn just forearmed. Get out. He's like, off you fuck. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so uh, that was great. Um, Dunn and Kushida then trade submission holds. Uh, Kushida locks in the hoverboard lock, and they both like kind of t- take a spill over the top rope and eliminate each other, and then end up brawling to the back. Uh, Johnny Gargano joins commentary, and he keeps he keeps making edge references to a uh, oh, it was so to, good to Beth. So he's like, <laughs> um, so Beth, like, you you think you know me? <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying that, and Beth's like, oh yeah, I see what you're there. What you did there? He goes. Are you sure you what you saw? What I did on this on day. On this day, um, <laughs> and she's like, she, you can tell she's getting genuinely annoyed. Out of her. He's such an irritating little shit, but that's yeah, why he's um, gold. <laughs> he was excellent in this. Uh, during during um, the like, well, I say during during the break, it's announced as well um, that Kashida and Pete Dunne are going to face on Takeover Stand and Deliver Night One. Yes. So that will be fun. Um, we then get um, Bronson Reed eliminating both Ruff and Swerve at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was weird. Like Swerve like looked like he was going for a Death Valley driver off the top rope to the outside anyway. Yeah, man. Uh, Jesus, that like, lunatic. 
<laughs> he, well, he sort of did it onto Ruff anyway because the way Reed knocked them off. Mm. But then Reed like scooped them up and then threw them off. Um, and then all um, LA Knight gets knocked onto the apron. He goes for like that diving shoot, like that catapult shoulder. Yeah. Reed catches him and like to do the same thing to him. Mm. Uh, and then Loomis kind of just like jumps into action and all three men eliminate uh, Reed. Uh, Grimes then tries to pay off. Um, LA Knight and Loomis and <laughs> like, you take this cash and go that way you take this cash yeah. and go that way <laughs> uh, and then they both kind of just like throw him out the ring and eliminate him uh, we then get a nice little exchange between Loomis and Knight I'd love to see yeah, more of this them cool. um, Loomis firing up on Knight um, Knight throws Loomis over the top rope uh, a little bit later on um, Loomis lands on the apron as Knight goes for like he, he charges Loomis. Loomis like sidesteps, and Knight goes through the ropes, and then he just like kind of lands on his feet, pulls Loomis off the like Loomis's legs off the apron. Obviously, he's already gone over the top rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so LA Knight wins. Um, Very so clever. It was a really clever for any, finish for anyone keeping up. The order of the Golden Eliminates is going to be Rough and Swerve first, then Bronson Reed, then Cameron Grimes, then Dexter Loomis, and then LA Knight. Um, after the match, briefly, LA Knight gets in Gargano's face and basically says, I'm going to take the North American title off you. Mm-hmm. Um, I got very excited for that as well. That was a yeah. match I didn't know I wanted until yeah. they were getting in each other's face. Um, I love the really fact good. that Johnny Gargano kept calling him La Knight as well. <laughs> Do you know at one just... point, Johnny Gargano uh, said so? He was like, ah, oh, dummy. And isn't that yeah. what LA Knight used to do as well? He, he calls everyone a dummy. And then goes, yeah! <laughs> I'm going to be doing a lot more when he starts doing that a lot more. Um, and then straight after the match, um, the Osirai's music hits, comes the ring, calls out Raquel. Raquel comes out and like every, the refs are already trying to stop her. He always had enough. Uh, and then they get a, the whole women's locker room empties. Um, we get like a pull apart. And eventually EO dives onto everybody, taking out... Um, Raquel, the fact they were taking out just random jobbers as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a pro- proper, like, it reminded me like that Taker and Brock brawl from a couple of years ago. Oh, where uh, everyone was in there. Where just... everyone was in yeah, there and everyone yeah. kept getting murked by Taker and Brock. <laughs> um, and yeah, as if I couldn't get more excited for this match. Yeah. Um, here we are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, an absolutely fantastic episode of NXT. Yeah. Um, brilliant go home. Um, let's just get into it. I, I don't think for me there was any lows. No, uh, nothing. Nothing so at all. What was what was your high? Oh, God, um, oh, that's tough, man. Um, I want to say the Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly video package because it was outstanding. But I feel like you're probably going to go for that. Maybe well, you'd be wrong. <laughs> um. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to go for Champa's promo. Okay. That's a I very good it. That was a, it. it was a brilliant promo, to be fair. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I think we're in agreement that um, that the prime target, the actual highlight of the show. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just insanely good. Yeah. Um, but my highlight was just the EO and Raquel stuff. I loved Yeah. I loved that EO was like defiant to the end where she kept getting coming back for more. And Raquel was just like doing worse things to her, and then she was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and just coming back for more. It was just awesome, um, <laughs> and it's got me really excited for that match because I'm still. I thought Raquel was going to win, and now I'm not. Too, I'm not too sure. Mm. I'm still going to pick her in my predictions when we do them. Yeah. Um, I assume are we doing a watch on for that? Uh, I would guess so. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's just me and you, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, it, I, I was just very, very excited for it all, and I'm, mm. I, I think that's going to be an awesome match. And every single match on that card can probably steal the show for the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, for the, for the two takeovers and the, for, for Mania weekend as well, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, before we go and wrap this up and put a nice little bow on this, Troy, where can people find us on social media, please? Uh, go to Untitled or search for rather Untitled Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and YouTube and search Untitled Rest Pod on Twitter, Twitch and Discord. 
awesome. Um, also, if you want to get your beard and meat needs fulfilled, where can they go for that? Uh, beard and beer, thatchface.com for all of your beard needs, brushes and combs and balms and oils uh, and gift sets and lots of apparel. Um, and a percentage of that goes, a percentage of um, proceeds go to Testicular Cancer UK. You can also use Troy XL85 uh, as a discount code for 20% off, and you also get free shipping on, on all orders over £40. Uh, and if you want some wrestling themed beer, head over to topropebrewing.com. Um, there's a new one that was canned and available this week uh, on this day. So IPA, 7%. From Mosaic IPA. Nice. Uh, and there's also um, the WrestleMania um, crate survival things, pack. Like survival pack that they're doing, um, which is a collaboration between Top Rope and uh, What Culture. So, yeah, go and have a look. Get one of those ordered in yeah. in time for Mania. Uh, Use the code Here's Why at checkout and get free sh- free UK shipping. Boom. Um, I think the cutoff on that is Thursday the 8th of um, April. This is the last time they'll be able to send it out to get it to you for WrestleMania. And I believe that thing will contain 12 beers and it's about £45. Nice. Um, yeah, and that will include Head of the Table on this day, a couple of Coldstone Cream Austins, and I can't remember what else. There's there's a lot of cool beer they've got at the moment, though. Um, do check them out. They are very good at the alcohol. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you once again for listening. Um, as always, we'll, I've been Jay, joined by Troy, and um, we're, we're all a little bit tired because it's WrestleMania season and there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> um, see you next week. Uh, we'll be putting shit up on uh, social media about any watch-alongs we're doing, Wrestle- and obviously WrestleMania week on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.